go to infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. Collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. You're damn right, Mr. Announcer. We are on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio, episode 618. Um, We are here to talk about everything. Freaking everything happened this week. And we're going to talk about it, because that's what we do. Um, I talk about it with two people regularly, and a third guy who shows up sometimes and then just keeps dying and coming back as a ghost. <laughs> um, I am joined by the two living ones tonight. Uh, Eugene, what are you doing when you're being so alive? What's up with you? What's going on in your life? Oh, you know, playing some Pikmin Bloom, playing some Pokemon Go, trying not to work all day long, you know, the usual. But also, Infendo.com is a thing, too, so go there if you care about any of the things that I'm doing outside of that. Lucas, what what do you do? What, what have you been doing? I hear you're making a game, like... I'm so glad you asked. Yes, Eugene, I am making a game. Um, that is not what I was going to lead with, but I will now. Um, it is called Mukumuku Plaza. It exists in an alpha form, let's say, but I'm hoping to have a playable beta very soon. Follow me at, at Mukumuku Plaza on Twitter if you want more details on that. Good luck figuring out how to spell it. I believe in you. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, Lucas Peace. Go check that out because I just posted my first Donkey Kong Let's Play with Steve. You remember Steve? He used to do this show with us. He was on like last week. Um, and I'm going to be posting a ton of videos this month, Monkey Month, all month long. I've got like 20 videos scheduled in the queue. So go check that out. Justin, where can the people find you this Monkey Month? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin, and you can also go to TheDisneyParkBench.com and find all the stuff that I'm doing there about Disney World. Uh, no podcast this month because of a uh, family emergency, but uh, we do have a blog coming out soon and all sorts of uh, new things on the site this month, as a matter of fact, so go check that out. Love it. Love everything about it. Well, like I said, we have got a freaking packed show for you tonight because everything happened this week. So we are going to get into that right now, starting with the big news of the moment. Gentlemen, the N64 Online has officially been released. Also, Sega Genesis, but come on. Like, who's who's playing that? N64 Online! Who's played it? Who's experienced it? Who loves it? Who doesn't care that Nintendo has all their money? Talk to me. I, um, I I played about five minutes of Dr. Mario 64 this morning while waiting for the eye doctor. By the way, for those of you watching the video, note, no glasses. I have contacts again. Congratulations. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's about the extent of it. I did download um, the both the American and the Japanese versions of... Um, both the Genesis and the N64 of course um, you did. things so that I have <laughs> I have everything. Um, what's funny is there's actually a game on the uh, North American version that isn't on the Japanese version. So we actually yeah. have more than they do. Which one do we have that they don't? Is it that ah. weird one that I've never heard of with the soldier on the front? Winback. Uh, nope, they have that. Actually, it's Dr. Mario 64, I huh. think, um, is the one that isn't on the Japanese Does, uh, Switch Online. Tell me this, Justin, because you might get me to download the Japanese version. Does Star Fox 64 have Japanese voice acting in Japanese? I I haven't 
checked it out yet, but I imagine it, has it does. Because so. I would, to. I would yeah. kill someone in front of their own grandmother to play Star Fox sixty four with new voices. That would be hilarious. So, <laughs> so it sounds like you're gonna have to download the Japanese version then, and then murder someone in front of their grandmother. Yes, Eugene, have you played any games? Uh, as far as on the Switch online thing, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the yeah. I I I dabbled into pretty much everything. I also um, I didn't I I I, I don't I didn't want to talk about this on the show, but I doubt I bought a bunch of controllers for this stupid service. So uh. I know because I okay. So so here's here's what happened there. I'm I'm working. It's like eleven thirty in the morning, and my friend messages me. He's like, "The N64 controller is back up." So the first thing I do is I get one because <laughs> I wanted one, and then I immediately message. I'm I'm on a call with Eugene. We're we're on like a, a meeting call thing, and we're we're finished up. And I was like, "Hey Eugene, one sec, hang on." I was like, "The N64 controller should back up. Go go go." So Eugene buys one. Then gets another one. <laughs> yeah. So well, you're all good. You're you all guys set. have one that you can share with me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. I yeah. So, but I, I kind of dabbled in everything. But I'm since I bought the controller, I'm kind of wanting you're to waiting. yeah to really experience the things. So kind of samezies. I've played Mario Kart. I'm almost done with all the 150 CC cups. Like I started with that because I'm not a tool. I, I go hard. Um, so I think the only one I'm missing is the second one, the the one with the, the Toad's Highway and everything. No, it's Bowser's Castle. It's the third one. That one's hell. Um, I keep getting knocked off the course. It's really bad. But um, I'm liking that. I've been playing Mario Tennis. I've beaten the singles cups as one character. Now I'm doing the doubles cups as another to unlock the secret characters. And that's been fun to go back and dabble in. Star Fox 64, I've beaten the regular path. I've beaten one of the, the hard paths. And now I'm metal hunting in that game. I just love these games, guys. Like, I, I didn't think I was going to be as excited for the N64 content as I was, but I really, really like it. Like, I'm really happy. I'm definitely excited for um, to, to play Star Fox 64 again. Um, I am excited about... Uh, Ocarina of Time. I'm so excited for. I'm, I'm waiting for the controller with that, but I am so excited. For as Ocarina soon as, and you'll be able to use the Stone of Agony because Rumble is built oh, in. Oh, gee. Yep. Um, yep. So, um, what was I going to say? You threw a train of thought off. Oh, I want to wait until I'm done with a link to the past before I start on uh, on Ocarina of Time because you know. Timeline. Just, just can't, just can't, yeah, like, yeah, timeline. If, yeah. Well, in which case, I would have to actually play Ocarina of Time and then restart I've A Link to always, the Past. I've always had a dream about playing the games in, like, chronological order and, like, starting Ocarina of Time and then dying in the final boss and then doing that whole series, then winning at the final. Like, I'm a nerd is what I'm trying to get across here, so. Sure. I, I will say, though, that... Um, while I haven't experienced any of this yet, I, I we probably should touch on some of the, I guess, controversy behind it, right? Because some people are complaining about the that... C, is this about the C button thing and how, like, it's unintuitive? Yeah, since I only actually got to play D uh, Dr. Mario, I didn't get to uh, experience the apparently horrendous default controls. Well, let's let Eugene touch on his controversy and see if we well, there's right. <laughs> there's there well, there's that, but there's also the fact that uh, people are kind of 
up in arms about this, the, the, as the internet does, of course they are. right? <laughs> but um, the, also, there's no um, expansion pack, um, so like um. you can't like. Um, actually save your ghost on Mario Kart 64, you mm. know, so that kind of sucks. Also, you can't save your game at all and win back because, again, there's no expansion pack. Oh, um, so I didn't realize that, that was... Although that, that is kind of what a save state is for. Like, the Mario Kart sure. makes a little more sense because you don't want to save state after every play session. I get that. I feel like with, like, a, a I'm assuming a kind of linear game, like, just make a save state, you know? So, problem solved. Yeah. Problem solved. Sure, but, you know, again, just people are like, well, we're, yeah. we're paying $50, blah, 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 why can't this working? And, I, so. I mean, I, I get it. This this is probably something they should have fixed before they released it. And I will say, um, I, maybe I don't want to talk about this too much because um, about, you know, legal legalities behind everything, but literally you can hack your Switch and get better Nintendo 64 emulation right now, you know? Like, the emulators have solved this, you know? There's, this is yeah. not like, uh, uh, I don't know. That, that, that's, that's Choose your... Choose your route, lawful good or yeah. lawful evil. <laughs> exactly, right? But again, like, you know, I, I don't know. I, people are, I think, just mad for no reason a lot of well, the like, time. But like, I think I'll that... See. Yeah, like, there's one thing that, that kind of uh, bugged me is people are complaining, oh, the the fog isn't as as prominent in in the games. Like, okay, isn't that a good thing? Like, I get, like, there's certain, like, I know the, like, the Dark Link room is apparently notoriously bad as far as, like, the graphics and all that. But, like, increased draw distance is the advantage of playing these games on better hardware. Why are we complaining I, that? I, I think I've, I know what you're talking about <laughs> on that one, but have you seen the video, though? It actually does look demonstrably worse. It's not like the fog is removed. It, like... It, it, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> this is where I'm. This is where I'm really happy that I'm me because I'm not even gonna notice when I get there. I'm be <laughs> right. Like, All right. I will say I haven't noticed like any problems with the games I've played. Maybe I just haven't been playing the right games because I haven't touched Ocarina of Time. But like Star Fox 64, the way they set up the controls. Um, you've got the C stick as the the right stick, and then you've got two of the C buttons as the two top buttons, the up mm -hmm. button and the left button. Works great with Star Fox 64, because your top button is your brake, and your left button is your boost. So I've just been using that. I haven't even thought about touching the C-Stick. Uh, Mario Kart doesn't use a C-Stick. Mario Tennis, I don't think you ever use C-Buttons, so I haven't had to worry about that. I mean, you can do, like, some things with, like, I think you can um, hold an item using C down and you can See, but turn I always the, just use Z for Right, exactly. Uh, and, and like L, like anything that you L could, turns mm -hmm. the music down. So yeah, I haven't yeah. I haven't had any problem yet. But I also like this is gonna sound weird coming from the guy who spent like two and a half years dying on the Breath of the Wild was not a good <laughs> uh, game hill. But I generally enjoy things when I experience them. So I'm having a good time. I'm happy that I have this. So Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I honestly the internet is always gonna make a bigger deal out of things. But I think yeah. we would be remiss if we didn't, you know, at least touch on some oh, of this. Oh, I get it. Know. I've been harping on Nintendo for years. I feel like they've been dipping, so I get you. Yeah, it's definitely something that I, I think is that they need to be called out for, but at yeah. the same time, like Lucas, it's mostly things that are 
I'm either not going to notice well, or it's not going to bother me. Well, so. it kind of it kind of reminds me of when people were like talking about Pokemon Sword and Shield. And they're like, this game looks like garbage. Ocarina of Time had better trees, <laughs> and that came out in 1998. And I was like, I don't know. I think the trees look okay. Like, <laughs> right. I, if they would have said Phantom know. Hourglass, though, then I would have. That's been a tough game to compete with. So, guys, we have a lot more to talk about. So let's move to a yeah, tangential, let's... tangential topic. Data mining has already revealed, apparently. 38 total games on the N64, 52 total games on the Genesis. Um, that that data mined list, which you can definitely find on the internet yourself by searching for it for like two seconds. Come on. Come on, guys. Do your homework. <laughs> Make us do um, all the work for you. But one of the games that stood out to me is supposedly, according to the way the list is alphabetized and everything, there's three blank spots for the first three Mario Party games. So that has me excited, because as much as I'm excited for Superstar Party or whatever it's called that comes out, I think tonight, hopefully, um, like, getting all three of the original games and their beautiful glory and getting to play them online with you guys, like, that's a dream come true. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm All I'm, their I'm, controller breaking glory i'm so excited like, like paper mario majora's <laughs> mask banjo kazooie i'm just excited for all of these games guys come on yeah I, I if you're watching the live version i have the the list on my screen right now but um it looks like we're gonna have hopefully a pretty good year with this when this um all releases i'm hoping that more gets released honestly i'm hoping this mm -hmm. is just like the start but this is a good start i feel yeah really um, okay, so another game that's coming to the Switch that we talked about a little bit that's kind of Justin's bread and butter, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy turned out to be a real fact. Can you believe it? I kind of can, but, you know, um, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your point of view, it is Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, and the other one? Vice City. <laughs> Vice City. I was going to say The Ballad of Gay Tony, but I know that's GTA 4. Um <laughs> I really wish it was 3, 4, and 5 because I'm greedy and I demand perfection in all things. But GTA 3 was a cool game. I'm looking forward to playing that again, maybe. So, I don't know. Justin, you were the one that was talking about this when it was a rumor. What do you think? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get it because, um, I mean, these are kind of the quintessential open world games. I am disappointed that we're not getting 4 or 5. But maybe, Yet. you know, if these sell... Yeah, I was going to say, if these sell well... We could see this, a port down the line. This is kind of our only chance in, like, 20 years to, like, say, hey, Rockstar, we'll buy your stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe, well, maybe we and, can get it. And to be fair, like, these are games that most people either have never played or haven't played in, like, 15, 20 years. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while I'll turn on one of the old Grand Theft Autos and play it for a while, but, like, it's... The the GTA games kind of scale upward. It's not like Legend of Zelda where it's like, I want to go back and play Ocarina of Time. Like, yeah, there's mm -hmm. a story there, and I think everybody kind of has their favorite. Like, you talk a lot about 4, I really like 5. But I kind of feel like once you have, like, 4, you don't really need to play 3. Once you have 5, you don't really need to play 4. Yeah, it's that's kinda, the It's only... kind of the same thing. You know, you're running around, you're killing things, you're driving over people. You know? Yeah, and that is kind of the only issue is that, like you said, each generation kind of rebuilds the previous mm -hmm. generation's worlds, but yeah. better. Yeah. Like, we haven't gotten a an, an HD version of Vice City yet, but who knows what, you know, Grand Theft Auto 6 will bring. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, but I mean, I'll still, I'll still get this. I'll still enjoy it. It'll still be kind of my, 
you know, I'm going to play this occasionally when I don't know what else to play sort of game. And also, you know, in the hopes that they'll release the other ones. But um, I'll probably be spending more time actually playing Knights of the Old Republic, which comes out on the same day. So, <laughs> Sure. A game I th- that oh, I have is that never the same played. day? Oh, yep. no. Oh, November no. 11th for both of them, right? I'm, I'm definitely getting that game, definitely. I, I can't say that I'm going to be getting either at launch. Like, I'm looking forward to Knights of the Old Republic. GTA is kind of like a soft, neutral feeling from me. Like, you know, it's uh, I, I'm happy it's here. I don't know that I necessarily really need it, but, like, you know. I, I, I do appreciate that they... Uh, I, and I'm, we've talked about this, right? But that it's not just like a, a, a port, you know? Like it's a complete remake with a new engine and everything. So that is right, you know, yeah. exciting. See, I didn't actually know that. Because I, I swore I had yeah, heard a lot it, of people online saying, well, what about the HD version from PlayStation? Or what, you know, because the internet. So. Yeah, no, the, the the versions that are coming out are are the rebuilt in Unreal Engine. The oh, that's con- fantastic. The con- yeah, the controls and I think driving physics are closer GTA to yeah, GTA fives, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so so not to sidetrack us too much here, but we did talk about this a little bit before when we were talking about the rumor. I wonder if they're going to keep the games exactly as they were, or I, I almost feel like you have to tone down like the blatant they are. racism. They, they've sexism. already they've yeah, already like, talked about that. There's like you, a scene. I, I've never played the game before, right? But I guess yeah. there's a scene where some dude's wearing like a Confederate flag, and that's not going to be in the game anymore. Or, you know, things like that. Well, yeah. I mean, like you've got like Chinese people talking with like 1920s Bugs Bunny accents. Like, <laughs> you know, like like just all over the map racism sexism like the violence you know we're america whatever we love that but but we are much more sensitive to that than we were even like 15 years ago so it feels like it has to be a thing yeah i mean and even rockstar is more sensitive to that like you can see like that they're a little bit more respectful for diversity at the very least. What amazes me about this is see i had no idea that this game was remastered because when i go to the e-shop all I have is like a little cartoon logo for the game. Like there's no there's no screenshots of the game or a video trailer or anything like that. I had no idea that it was that good. Like I thought it was just going to be ports of the first three games. So that's much more exciting. That yeah. bumps it up. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, you it's, go. It's basically they're basically rebuilt from the ground up, and uh, you know it's the same version that's also coming out on PlayStation and Xbox. Probably some graphical downscaling, I'm sure, sure. but. Um, it will have also uh, gyro aiming, so oh, cool. you know if you if you like that, cool. that's a good. That, who doesn't? Actually, though, we'll honestly, be, oh, right? I remember doing the sniping missions with Dad and like trying to oh god nudge the yeah we'll put, that, <laughs> put that in. Okay, next topic. Pikmin Bloom came out today, so if you own a compatible phone, which I apparently. <laughs> Don't even I'm though. Downloading it right now. Yeah, so let me tell this story real quick. Like Eugene's like, oh, Pikmin Bloom launched. I was like, I did. So I went onto the Play Store. Apparently, my phone isn't compatible. I don't know why. I checked all the things. I've got the right OS. My phone can do GPS. I've got Google Fit, so that it's compatible with that. I don't seem to be missing anything. I don't know. Maybe it's my screen's resolution, but I apparently can't play it, which is kind of a bummer. But Eugene has experienced it. Mm-hmm. And is now going to tell us his thoughts and feelings. 
<laughs> I literally just downloaded it this morning because there I la last night in the Play Store it was like pre-register for Pikmin Bloom, so I was like yes please, um, and um, yeah it's it's a thing you can put your me in the game. Um, I've got my little guy traipsing along behind me and you know telling me how many steps I've taken. It really <laughs> is honestly though I feel even less of a game than Pokemon Go because there it's just a. It, it's it, step counter. It feels like a yeah. It just feels like a glorified step counter, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because how it works is you um, each um, Pikmin you seedling you would have to plant it, kind of like you would incubate your eggs in Pokemon Go, and um, it will take X amount of steps for each one to be able to be um, you know ready to pluck. And once you pluck your Pikmin, then it follows behind you. And then after a certain amount of steps, don't, they'll gain don't, the buds don't and the flowers. The Pikmin. That that calls the devil. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the cool thing is, I guess that you know, there's it's a uh, interactive with other people. So like, if you have friends, you can you know, kind of see what they're doing with um, in the environment, and you know, like see their pictures and things like that. But like, it's it's not it's really a game. It's just a shame that they don't have some, like, Pokemon Go elements. Like, even just having random enemies on the map that you encounter. And yeah. when you fight them, you lose Pikmin, and then you have to grow more Pikmin, and you get, like, prizes for beating the enemies. Like, basic game design stuff, right? There, are, there is stuff like that, sort of, but it's really just, like, making the world prettier. Which, I this game that's what this game is, really, right? So, like, you have these things called... Um, petals you collect the petals from your pikmin and then mm. you can you know do things with them you can plant things within the environment um so like you can do things but it's not much you know like it really yeah. isn't a whole lot not gonna keep you going mm -hmm. i don't know i i maybe i'm i, I again literally just day uh, hours into it so like i could have there could be a big battle or something like that like raid type thing i don't know i just haven't experienced it enough but so far um again just kind of feels like a step counter to me so well i'm looking forward to trying it in a few months when apparently i am deemed worthy enough to participate so we'll see what happens with that i guess <laughs> right um, last bit of news, and then we will switch it over to change the system. Um, this is really just more for me and my ilk, so feel free to just zone out, guys. But Pokemon Zoroark uh, has a shiny form that is being re released this week in Pokemon Sword and Shield. He is going to be available in five-star raids, like everything else. If you are listening to this show pre-recorded, you are too late. It happened, and it ended on Sunday, so uh, sorry there. about that. But if you are listening to this show live, get out there and get yourself a purple Zoroark. Um, that coincides really well with the fact that we also got a release. Man, what a long week. We got a release uh, trailer for the new Zorua and Zoroark forms in Pokemon Legends Arceus. They look amazing. I can't wait to own one. I'm so excited. This game is going to be the best game I've ever played in my life. We will be right back with Change the System and all the games we've been playing. See you soon. Stay tuned. Infendo Radio records live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. No, we don't! Join it's Thursday! live recordings over at twitch.tv slash infendoradio. It's not Wednesday past Lucas. It's Thursday now. Get it through your head.
Hello and welcome back to Infendo Radio, everybody. We do this show off the cuff, and you're experiencing that. Um, it's time for Change the System, which is the part of the show where we change the system and we talk about the games we've been playing this week. Now, we already kind of did a little bit of that, at least I did with the N64 thing. Um, so I'll go first, I guess, and just kind of dive in and let you guys figure out what you've been playing. I really wish I could remember what I've been playing, but man, it's been a long week. Uh, Pokemon Snap! New Pokemon Snap is a game I've been playing. Really putting a lot of time into that game lately. I got it for my birthday. Played it for a while, a couple of hours. I got like halfway through unlocking islands and stuff. And then I kind of, you know, there's a lot of story, a lot of conversation. I'm a 10-year-old kid. There's other 10-year-old kids mad at me for being a 10-year-old kid. A <laughs> lot of just, just like, I'm Anchor. not about... Yeah, like, like, um, like in the, that's that's the thing. When I went into this game, I was hoping to relive my glory days of Pokemon Snap, and the beginning of the game is hard on that because it is a modern game, right? It's like, let me show you how to throw an apple. First, you aim. Then you hit the A button. Now you'll notice that a red spherical <laughs> object is coming out of the device. That is your apple. You know that kind of stuff. Like a lot of that. Um, but now I'm kind of in it, right? Like, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm at, like, the final encounter. I haven't gone in yet because it was really late last night when I unlocked it. So I was like, I gotta, I can't stay up another half hour experiencing <laughs> whatever this is. I got, so, um, so probably be experiencing that very soon. But now that I can just go back and, like, replay the courses. That's the and, best, like, right? It's so good. I'm really having a really good time. I'm taking photos that I'm really proud of. I'm connecting to the internet and getting medals from other people who like my photos. I'm getting a photo, and then once you take a photo, um, you have the option of saving it to your album. If you save it to your album, you can then edit the photo, not just with like frames and and stickers and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's options to like up the contrast, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, but you can also actually reshoot the photo, which is a really cool feature. It puts you in that exact moment frozen in time that you took the photo in game, and it allows you to move the camera wherever you want, zoom in, zoom out. So you can, if you got like an almost perfect photo, like I took a Magikarp that looked really good, but like the top part of the head was cut off a little bit. Mm -hmm. I just went back and I nudged it and I zoomed out a little bit and I made it like all nice and framed. Really cool feature. I'm really liking this game. So yeah, much. it's so neat, right? Like I, huh. I, I, I want to go back and now that you're mm -hmm. actually playing it and it's making me really want to go and just like, yeah, because because that's the thing, right? Like when you're playing it to complete the game, you're not taking mm -hmm. like photos that you necessarily want to be taking, right? Because you're doing yeah. it just to like check the box off. Right? Gotta get, I'll, I'll do like a real photographer. I'll be like, okay, photo, 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 yep. photo, 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 photo. <laughs> Hope one of those is good, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, but when you're taking pictures because you want to take the pictures, that's where it's at, right? And then I, I haven't dabbled in the, the shared album. I didn't even know that was a feature that you just said yeah. right there. So that's really freaking cool. Yeah. You um, so when you go through um, levels again does it change anything up or is it so yes allow me to be your guide into this <laughs> so, I, so i know eugene's talked about it but 
like, so, and I know they're different, like, times of day and stuff. There, There's day and night in every course, which is really cool. Um, in addition to that, there are multiple paths that you can take, some of which are secret and you have to find. I still don't think I've found everything there is to find yet. Um, but in addition to that, there's also a level to the area. Every version of every area has its own level. So, like, day beach and night beach each have a level, and they all start at level one. The more you play, the more that level goes up. I don't know how far the level goes, probably either four or five. I've only made it to three so far. But um, mm-hmm. each time you level it up, it kind of changes how the... So, like, like, like level one, maybe, like, um, there's a Machamp, like, sleeping on the side of the road. Level two, the Machamp is up and he's posing. Level three, oh, there's a Raichu! You know, that kind of stuff. It's like, it, it keeps kind of changing the world. So there's multiple variants of everything. That's what really the best part great. about this game, I feel, because yeah. there's actually reason for you to go back, right? Yeah. I, I Like, it, 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 don't get me wrong. Like, the original Pokemon Snap, there it, there is novelty there, right? Because you know but exactly you caught, what's going to happen. Happen every, Once you uh, got like all yeah. sixty photos, you were kind of done, you know. Yeah. Exactly. That's enticing um, because <laughs> I've I've wanted this game ever since they announced it because you know I love Pokemon Snap, but I never got totally into it, and I didn't really want to pay sixty dollars for this game. I was gonna play, do everything in, and and you know be done with. But if every time I go back to a level, it's a little different. Here's mm-hmm. a Pokemon that wasn't there last time. Oh, yeah. and this other one I was expecting isn't there. That really kind of ups the ante to, you know, Yeah, it's a fun game. It, it um, really is. My biggest gripe, I think, with the game, if I had to, if I had to pick one thing, and I really love this game. Like, I think it's... I, think it's better than the original there's things about the original i really liked like there are there are elements to the original i think the soundtrack was a little bit better in the original but i found myself starting to hum the music in this one too um maybe i just haven't found them yet because you know i'm still not even done but i feel like the original had a few more secrets maybe i feel that that, i feel that too honestly like like i keep whacking magikarp with fruit and trying to get them to evolve into gyarados like in the river level in pokemon snap and none of them are doing it um in the original pokemon snap there was like a hidden version of a pokemon in like the landscape of every area and getting all of those was how you encounter mew at the end of the game and like that does seem to be a thing here it's kind of a little more straightforward than that so like that's probably my biggest gripe is just there's a little bit less i mean there's still weird things right like there's oh you keep throwing balls into the whirlpool and magikarp keeps jumping higher and yeah. higher. like there are fun things to do but it's not quite as it doesn't have game designers 20 years ago i think were better at making games that had like a lot of like value and like the secret component and stuff and i just don't think modern game designers do that quite as well you know so yeah, I think it's, it kinda, it's more yeah. of like um i feel like these days it's more of you have to have your list your checklist and okay the, mm-hmm. the gamers want to fill out all the boxes so we want to do yeah. but like I, I i know what you're talking about lucas and i would agree all that all that said tons of interactions the other day i whacked a pelipper and a pukimuku came out and flew across yeah. the sky and I, like just all kinds of stuff to do um great while we're on that topic great representation with like the all the generations of pokemon totally like it, obviously it not every pokemon's in right but there's a good amount I'm, i mean i've i've taken like 172 photos of unique pokemon so far so there's a lot of pokemon you know it's not 800 or whatever but like it's cool and it's cool going into like 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 you go into like the ice area and it's like oh i wonder if we'll see a full because they're ice types now you know that kind of stuff so 
yeah, I'm um, I'm having a great time. It really is a great game to just unwind with at the end of the night, like you were talking about. Like I love, and and because I'm in that mode now where I'm really hyped for Pokemon Legends Arceus and being like a Pokemon researcher in that game. Because I don't know if you heard, but you have to catch like multiple Pokemon to fill out yeah. the Pokedex in that yeah. game. Because like the Pokedex doesn't exist in that game because it's in like the ancient past. So I'm really enjoying just the whole like Pokemon research lifestyle right now. Like big big fan of all that. So. Yeah, that's Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap. Um, I played Diablo 3 with Steve. That is a game I played. Um, and I actually played a sister game too, Path of Exile with my friend Corey. So let's talk about both of these games. You know what they are. We've talked about them before. I don't know how to describe them. They're dungeon crawler. Top-down, top top isometric. Down. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a witch. Steve was a... Burner. Steve was a demon hunter, which is basically just a fancy term for a ranger. Now mm -hmm. he is a witch doctor. So we've got a witch and a witch doctor. Um, she turned me into a newt. It's a fun game. I, I enjoy it a lot. I also played a lot of Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania. I fell in love with that game and that series. I didn't think I was going to. I love it so much. It's like one you of my favorite series. You never played Super Monkey Ball before? I, first time ever playing wow. this game. I, I would have so thought that cool. was that would have been like one of your all-time favorites. No, well, like I never owned Sega Systems as a kid. Like my introduction. It was never to, on Sega Systems. Well, then I guess I have no room to complain about. That. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just to, just to backlog here a little bit about my introduction with Sega. I didn't start playing Sega games until Sonic on the GameCube, right? And Monkey Ball just kind of passed me by, and I, I don't know. I, I never bought it. Sure. I never had it. You know, and now here we are, and Monkey Ball's a thing, and I really like these games, guys. Like, it's so I am, good. I want to 100% this game. I want, like, every challenge, every medal, every mode, every, you know, like, I'm about that life for this game. So, yeah. It's it's a really, really good game. Um, the only other thing, well, yeah, and like I said, uh, Path of Exile and, and Diablo are both games I've been playing, and I've been really enjoying both of those, right? Like, I don't really have that much to say, because, like, Steve and I just got through Act 1. I did one night of Path of Exile so far. I am back on it. I know Colt is cursing me as he's hearing this, because, like, three weeks ago I said it was a dead game, and he was like, thanks so much for having me download it. So, sorry, Colt, I flip-flop, but you know this. It's why you love me. Don't stay mad. Don't pout. Don't pout, buddy. It's okay. Um, and that's kind of everything I've been up to. So, Justin, what have you been All up right. to? Well, mine is going to be brief because I have barely played much of anything in the past week. Um, I did um, recall after we were done with the podcast that I didn't mention having finished uh, Metroid Fusion. But that seems kind of obvious since I did get Metroid Dread and start that. I played sure. a little bit more of that. Um, I'm seeing people who've beaten the game. I've seen people who are on their second or third run of it. Um, I've only played it for a few hours, so I'm doing my best to avoid spoilers, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, like really, I just haven't had time. The wife's been laid up in bed. I've had to stay up with the dog. Don't really have a whole lot of time for gaming. Um, I do want to talk a little bit more because I have been playing on the OLED Switch quite a bit lately. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I talked briefly. I told a big story about how I got it. Didn't really talk about the system itself. So I'll take a couple minutes and talk about that. So 
for I I hope I'm sure everybody in every podcast and every YouTube video has talked about this, so I'll make it brief as, as brief as possible. But so the difference between the Switch OLED and the original Switch, as far as like screen quality is concerned, is not just the size. So the size is a noticeable difference. There's almost no bezel to this thing. So like the, you hear the that? picture, no bezel. The picture goes all the way up to the edges, and so I'll try not to get too technical, but so the original Switch and, like, pretty much just about every portable gaming system ever made uses LCD, liquid crystal display, and what that is is it's a panel, and it has pixels either of different, either of just all gray like the original Game Boy or, of you know, your RGB, and electrical signal lights them up different intensities and then it needs a light source now ever since we've had lit systems it's usually a backlight either back in the day a really small fluorescent or lately it's been like an led panel that goes behind it and what that ends up doing is because you are shining a light through a translucent screen anything that's supposed to be black becomes gray anything that's supposed to be red becomes a darkish dark pinkish color you lose a lot of contrast and a lot of uh dimension to the color an oled screen basically the pixels light up each pixel lights up individually if this section of the screen is black those pixels are off if this section of the screen is white all of the pixels are on full blast and if something's supposed to be red, it lights up with a red light. If something's supposed to be blue, it lights up. So it's not like a red or a blue color with a white light behind it lighting it up. So, like, that that is why this is such a big deal. Um, because just, like, everything looks absolutely perfect. It's like the like if you have an iPhone, and I think some of the, some of the pixels, you know, the more expensive pixels are like this. Um, you know, that's an OLED screen. And so... You know, it's 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 great. It's beautiful. I haven't gotten to play on it nearly as much as I wish that I could, but it's definitely an upgrade. I am what, happy to have made. How many? Uh, how much internal memory does it have? Um, it has sixty-four gigabytes uh, internal storage, so double what the original Switch had. That and of course, and of course, it still takes the uh, micro SD cards. So. Um, you know, I have my one terabyte card in here with almost all of my games in it. Um, and, like, performance-wise, there's there's no difference. It is a Switch. They didn't do anything to it to make it better or faster or anything like that. All the Joy-Con are fully compatible. Um, it does, I believe, use the upgraded, you know, the new and improved Joy-Con that that are supposed to not drift. So that's a good one. And the white ones look really good. I'm not using them right now, but but the white Joy-Cons are beautiful. Um, but yeah, like, like if you're on the fence about it and you play mostly portable, and especially like with me, I had a first, you know, first generation Switch, you know, like a, a release year Switch, thanks to all of you guys, my my co-hosts and and listeners and patrons and all of you guys, um, thanks for that. Unfortunately, it was getting a little long in the tooth and not long in battery life. And uh, just for certain games, the picture was just not great. So, mm -hmm. 
if if picture quality on a portable system is important to you, I definitely recommend the OLED. So, sure. Um, now, if if uh, Mike Choi can just uh, get get to work on that OLED compatible flip grip, we'll be mm-hmm. in business. <laughs> does the, does it even need it though? Since the kickstand is supposed to be better. Well, I mean, but. I mean, the kickstand will put it, will hold it in vertical mode, but you still can't play, you know, like oh, handheld. Yeah, that's true. Because I like true. to sit here and, and play my Donkey Kong in, in you know, in yeah, vertical yeah. mode. Is that how Donkey Kong is played? Yeah, because it's an ar- old arcade that was. Yeah. Uh, I'm just yeah, surprised it was... it's not just squished. Well, you can do it that I way. I mean, you can do that, or you can, you know, like pillar box it, at, you know, if you want to play it this way, but. Like the ideal way is to turn it on its side, turn the screen on its side, and and play it in tall mode. Yeah, that's you're. Uh, otherwise, you're not getting the heirloom Donkey Kong. That was a bad <laughs> joke. Bad joke. Um, and I'm Donkey start... Kong is a fantastic game to play on this thing because it's got, you know, a black, black. background yeah. for for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So like, literally, can... the only thing that lights up are the characters and girders. I do have to say real quick, I know, Eugene, you're dying to break in here with your change the system, but um, every time you talk about the the OLED switch, it confirms my decision that this is not the system for me. Like, <laughs> it's, it's great if that's what you're into. None of that is what I'm into. The only benefit, I think, to having, well, there's a few. One, my switch wouldn't be cracked. Two, my <laughs> switch wouldn't have a big scratch on the front of it. Three, it would probably be a little prettier. I don't know if I'd notice that. Four, dem white Joy-Cons, though. Like, it, I really want those. But, you know, other than that, like, it's just, it's not really the system for me. Like, I mean, it is a very noticeable difference in screen quality. Yeah. But, what you know. What I want, what I want is for the games to not look as pixely and blurry when I play on a handheld. And that is not an OLED, you know, that's not yeah. a solution that OLED provides. So. Well, the blurriness a, a little bit. Um, Maybe. I, uh, because you know, um, uh, what do you call it? LCD does bleed and blur naturally, whereas an LED, or, or yeah, an, an LED or an OLED would not have that that blurring when you know the pixels turn off and on. So I mean, mm-hmm. you would probably have a clearer experience as well but i i will say that um i i have played an oled psp versus a like side by side an oled psp versus the new model definitely can see a difference my phone that i just mm -hmm, my phone um that i upgraded to um has an oled screen and when i go back to my old screen i can definitely (laughs) see a difference but i don't know that i to lucas's point i don't know that i necessarily need that on my switch right now um, but it would be nice. Definitely would be for sure. I, the game that really made me notice it and decide that I needed it was Mortal Kombat 11 because Mortal Kombat 11 on the original Switch screen is kind of terrible. The contrast is really low and, you know, like the, it's just like I had had the hardest time seeing, especially in the crypt. And uh, on the OLED, I don't have any of those problems. It's sure. crystal clear. Sure. Anywho, since I'm talking more about hardware than software, I think my change the system is probably up. So, <laughs> fair. So, Eugene, well, bring us back to games. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it's going to be too long on my end. I've been playing pretty much one game and one game only. Although, um, I did play Let me guess, some Pokemon Go. 
No, I well, okay. I, if you want to talk about Pokemon Go, we can talk about that. Um, I, I played some Metroid Dread, although I like last week. I said I had beaten it already. I really need you guys to beat that game because I really need to talk to somebody about the ending. Um, it's going to so, be a while for me. So please, 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 somebody get me to that point. But um, a demo launched actually today, so I guess that's oh, back yeah. to the news. Um, I've been playing Nino Cooney on my um, Switch. Um, I really, I forgot how much I really, really like that game. Like, I should really, really start like that, that game, game someday. <laughs> It's good. It's it's uh, I mean, you know, it's a JRPG, right? So you, it's it's the story that you expect. But I actually really like that. And yeah. the one thing that I like about Nino Kuni above some of the other JRPGs is that the world is just so freaking beautiful because it's well, it's, a, it's, it's like it's the Ghibli. Studio Ghibli, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's gorgeous. It, it is really and. It's so handcrafted down to like, you know, I'm going in a shop and you're just like, notice all these little details, you know, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme yeah. of things, but it's like somebody took the time to model that like piece of scrap that's hanging off of that mm -hmm. table. And I really appreciate that, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's not just a bunch of like cookie cutter, like, you know, in every town that I go to. So yeah, no, it's, I love this game a lot. It's got a lot of personality. Mr. Drippy, I mean, come on, he's the best. Um, yeah, Nino Kuni's great. I, I don't have anything negative to say about it, except for that it, you know, like if you don't like a JRPG story that's over the top with like, you know, your it's got everything. You know, it's got your amnesia. As, as it's uh, got the, your, I'm, um, as the uh, my other favorite Nintendo podcast, they can't think of the name. Radio Free Nintendo would say, "Anime is happening." Yes, there is am <laughs> anime happening in this video game. It is an anime ass video game for sure. Like, I, I mean, again, it's got if name an anime trope and it's got it. You know, it's in there. But it's, I love it. It's good. I'm, I'm really curious to see when I start playing it how the experience is because as I think I've mentioned before, I got it for like ninety percent off on the Japanese eShop because it was mm -hmm. on sale. So I'm pretty sure my version is going to be exclusively in <laughs> Japanese. That's gonna be an interesting. That, that's almost worthy of a playthrough, like video series in and of itself. Like, well, here's here's the thing. Like the first hour, maybe hour and a half, just get some ramen or something and sit down because it's like a movie, really. Like you're watching yeah. the cutscenes and everything, you know. Which yeah. is fine. I I knew I was in for that, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember all this stuff. But yeah, just know that going in. Well, and Nino Kuni also does what um, I think uh, a game that I used to really like, Yokai Watch Four did right because they were made by the same mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. It's that like you're there and you're fighting and your allies are fighting, but it's like Pokemon if the Pokemon made their own decisions, right? And then you can right. kind of command them to do things and stuff. But man, I should play Yokai. I like that game, dude. <laughs> God, yeah, what well, am I doing with my life? Every week, I I feel like <laughs> I I'm be giving you. Playing more video games. I, I I feel like every week I'm I'm telling you games, that, and you're like, well, I should be playing that. I bought it because the last week it was Tales of. Uh, the yeah, Tales and mm -hmm. and Monkey Ball, and then yeah. that happened. And <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Snap, and you're my you're my guru. You're my game guru guide. I, I think I'm going to finish this game all the way through this time because I never have actually finished Nino Kuni. On the PlayStation 3, I have a save file that's literally right at the end, at the last boss. But, like, 
I ha I think I've talked about this in the past. I have this like anxiety of finishing games sometimes mm -hmm. that I like a lot because then I just know it's over, you know? Man, like, so. right. That's why time. I still haven't beaten Breath of the Wild on Master <laughs> Mode because I'm like, oh no, there's so much more stuff I could do instead yeah. of beating it. Every yeah. time you bring that up, I think about um, Thousand Year Door because that was my first oh, yeah. game that mm -hmm. I experienced that with. I remember driving home and thinking, today's the day I finished this game. And I am so happy <laughs> and so sad. Like, yeah. yeah, totally. Um, but I'm going to finish this one this time. Um, I, I, I just just going to do it. And honestly, the Switch is the best place to play a game like this because, um, you know, I can just push the power button in the, even in the middle yeah. of a cutscene, and then just be right back to my playthrough well, when I want to go back to it, you know? That's kind of what we were talking about with, like, the N64 online, right? It's like with Star Fox 64. Right. That is, not a, that is not a game that really facilitated taking breaks, but with the Switch, it's like, oh, shoot, I'm halfway through, and I have to, you know, go to the store for muffins. Oh, well, I'll just hit pause, and we'll mm -hmm. be here when I that get back. That was what I loved know? about the 3DS version, was that it saved yeah, in between uh, each stage, mm -hmm. so you could just play for, you know, five, ten minutes, and then... Quit. I I got a tangent here too, real quick. I know. Uh, do you have more that you wanted to say about Nino? That's it. I'm done. Real quick, because I know we're we're done here. We're running over all that stuff. But um, like there was a time like ten years ago with this N64 stuff where I really thought that remakes were gonna be you know okay we've got a remake of Ocarina of Time we've got a remake of uh, Star Fox 64 these are the definitive versions now they look better they play better the voice acting is is improved all that mm -hmm. stuff. I'm kind of happy that I was wrong about that. Because, like, going back and playing these old N64 games, like, OG N64 games. They hold not up. Like, not like, yeah, not Ocarina of Time Remastered. Not Star Fox 64 Remastered. I like that the, the audio quality is a little choppy and Andros sounds like Androth. You know, like, I, it's, <laughs> yeah. all, it's, it's all the little things about the old games that made them so special to me that, like, it's fun to be able to go back and just, you know experience that so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really happy that like the the remakes are great if i ever want to play a high quality version of ocarina of time i've got the 3ds but i'm looking forward to my next playthrough being just the og game on switch with a classic n64 controller kind of same honestly because i think i would I too mentioned... if somebody would like to get me a classic n64 controller because <laughs> i keep refreshing the damn nintendo store and they're not in stock next time next time i will direct message you i posted to be fair <laughs> To be fair, I posted <laughs> in did. our Discord and Steve's Discord the minute I finished with Eugene. So shame on you for not having social media open every minute of every day. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am actually excited now that you mentioned that, Lucas, because I think I've mentioned in the past that Mario or um, Ocarina of Time is like an every year game for me. I always go back right around this time of year, actually, right around Thanksgiving, yep. Christmas time. This year, I'm going to go back to the OG instead of the 3DS version, and it's just going to be, you know, that much. Well, it's like you, you boot up the N64 version, you get Link's little cat smile that's yeah. missing on the 3DS. and It's like everything is, it's, it's, it's like you fill in the blanks for how good the game is supposed to look in your head, right? So it looks just as good as the 3DS version to you, but it looks better because it's like how you originally pictured it not like it's, this it's, my description yeah. of that is it looks as good as you remember it but better than it actually looked yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, right yeah like like really like you go back and you play mario 64 or mario kart 64 and i think before the show eugene you were like hey, it's not a very good mario kart game you're kind of right. You know, it's not a very good Mario Kart game. There have been better ones. Double Dash was better. Mario Kart 8 is better. Mario Kart mm -hmm. Wii was really good. But, like, it's just fun to go back and play it, you know? It's hard, and it's it's annoying sometimes, and 
but it's it's home, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a soft spot for Mario Kart sixty four. That's still one of my favorites in the series. Yeah. All right. Well, we've reminisced and rambled long enough. I think if we're all officially done, we're gonna get out of here. Thank you guys so much for watching episode six hundred and freaking eighteen, man. Um, we will be back next week with another episode, as always, as we do. We don't let you down. Happy Halloween to those of you who are listening to this live. If you're listening to the pre-recorded episode, get hype for Thanksgiving, and we will see you again real soon. Bye-bye! Adios. See you real soon.